Hi, I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. friends it is thursday that means you get what i call a mixed drinks episode so rather than focusing on one thing i've got a handful of things i have one kind of it's not serious but it's a little serious and then a couple of like much 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 lighter things for you so i will start there i had like a tiny little meltdown around something spending related this week and i wanted to tell you the story specifically because i mentioned i think in the last episode or maybe the one before that someone messaged me and said hey, like he said, the podcast is about anxiety and money. When do you talk about anxiety? And I realized I hadn't talked about it in a while. And that's a good thing because uh, feeling pretty good. But just when I think that maybe I've got my life together, I just have a little meltdown in a parking lot. So this is a story all about how I tried to buy some concert tickets and had a meltdown. My attempt at a little Fresh Prince there. I might edit that out. But okay, here's what happened. I was trying to save like $80 and I put myself in this really stressful situation and I had a little, I think the best word is meltdown. All right. So I wanted to buy some concert tickets and I went online and I looked and I was like, well, these are kind of expensive. I don't have great vision. I always have to wear glasses or contacts and I have a pretty strong prescription. So it's usually worth it for me to pay to be pretty close to the stage when I go to a concert. And so I was looking at this concert I wanted to go to and there were great seats, fourth row, right in the center. And the tickets were going to be 400 bucks for two. So not totally wild, but not inexpensive. And so I put them in the cart and I went to check out and there was a $40 service fee per ticket. And I, I was like, this is so ridiculous. And I know that's not new. Everyone hates service fees. Everyone hates Ticketmaster. So I was like, there's got to be a way around this. Why do I have to pay this convenience fee for buying tickets online? I wonder if I go down to the venue, if I can avoid the convenience fee. And I looked it up online and you could. So I decided to go down to the box office in person and buy these tickets to save myself $80. So I get there and like it's 11 o'clock and I have a doctor's appointment at noon. And I just didn't think it was going to be a big deal. And I got there and there was a line and I was like, oh, that's weird. But surely this will go like pretty quickly just buying tickets. Like, I, hello, I would like do tickets. Here's my credit card. <laughs> and uh, But no, the line was moving pretty slowly. So I start getting really nervous because I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm standing here but I have an appointment at noon and okay, like what time do I need to leave here and how fast are these people going? And so I'm standing there and I really start to get spun up and I start counting in my head how long each person takes at the ticket window. I'm like one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, like trying to time how long it's taking each person because, oh, by the way, for some reason, my phone is almost dead, even though I swear it was on like 20% when I left the house. So I'm standing in line, I'm counting one Mississippi (laughs) to figure out how long it is. Each, I'm counting for each person. I'm like, okay, that person took about 300 seconds. Okay, that, and I'm doing the math. I'm like, okay, there's 12 people ahead of me, but there's two windows, but I think the lady on the left is a little slower. So think, okay, like, well, I might be able to make it. I might not. So I'm just already feeling uncomfortable. (laughs) 
nervous that I'm going to be late and kind of weighing like, well, should I stay? Should I leave and make it to my appointment and try to come back later? I already came all the way over here and like my phone is dead. Oh no. So I get up to the front and I'm, I just am making it. It's like 1140. And I think, okay, if I can buy my tickets within five minutes and leave by 1145, I should make my 12 o'clock appointment and maybe I'll be two minutes late and that should be totally okay. And then when I get back in the car, I can charge my phone and I maybe call the place and say, I'm running. Okay, I got it. Uh-huh. And so I get up to the front and I'm like, hello, I would like to buy two tickets. And she's like, okay, where do you want them? There's like row nine or 13 or, and I was like, oh no, I, I, I looked online. There's, there were multiple sets of tickets in row four still available. And that's what I'd like to buy. And it's like, I'm sorry, they're not, this, this is all I have. And I was like, oh no, I, I just checked right before this and they were available. And she's like, they're not. And there's all these people behind me. I feel like it doesn't sound that, I don't know. In the moment I was really like, I guess, I mean, I think that's the point is I was having this like really unnecessary panicked reaction. And so I'm like panicked. I'm like, oh no, the tickets I wanted aren't available. And now I have to choose and I don't even really get to see, like she was kind of showing me her screen, but it was hard to see. And I'm like, um, um, okay. Just like whatever you have. And she's like, okay, well, do you want this or that? And I was like, I don't know. Whatever you think is best is fine. And so I, you know, I'm like throwing her my credit card, just trying to get this done as quickly as possible. So I buy these two tickets that I don't even want. It was, that was $270. Get back to the car. I, I, I charged my phone. And then when I got to where I was going, I looked at my phone and of course the tickets I wanted were still available online. I was like, I don't know why. Maybe not all the tickets are available at the box office. Maybe only some you can buy online. I don't know. But I was so, <laughs> I was so upset. I was just so frazzled. It was like the waiting in line and thinking I was going to be late for my appointment, having my phone die and then getting all the way to the front and they didn't have it. And, you know, I got home and I'm standing in my kitchen and I just burst into tears, like just... I mean, sobbing my eyes out for no reason. And the thing that I kept coming back to is like, oh, I just bought these stupid tickets. I don't want for no reason. I just wasted $270 on these tickets. And like, why did I do that? Like, why did I spend $270 on something I didn't want? Like, that was so stupid. And I was just really kicking myself and like really getting emotional thinking about it right now but and it's not funny like it was real feeling but I was just so upset and so it gets worse <laughs> so I'm like really I don't know why I was just like very upset so I go and I take a bath and I'm like chilling out and I'm like okay I'm just gonna I need to like relax and calm myself down and then later that day I went online and I'm like okay no big deal I'm gonna sell the tickets I bought that I don't want and I'm just gonna buy the tickets that I didn't want in the first place and I'm just gonna pay the $80 and inconvenience fees and everything will be fine and of course I go online and of course at that point the tickets I wanted are gone and I just felt an inappropriate level of despair. I've been talking to my therapist about this and I'm like, I just feel like I don't have normal reactions in stressful situations. Like that's kind of a stressful situation, but I don't think that I should have reacted the way that I did. And she's like, well, there is no normal. So like that was a stressful thing for you. And like, that was important for you. But I think the thing that stresses me out is like, it just doesn't feel like there was no reason for the meltdown. There was no reason for the, the crying and the stress and the kicking myself and all the things, especially over $270, which just being very candid is like not a material amount of money for me. It's a good amount of money. I I would certainly rather have $270. 
I would love to like go out for a nice dinner or buy a couple nice dresses or cover um, my grocery bill for a week or two. But it's not the level of upset I felt was like definitely not proportional to the level of money. And even when I got to the place, this is, I think, my lesson learned and my takeaway. When I got to the place and I saw that there was a long line and I realized my phone was dead and I realized I was running late for the appointment. What I should have done is thought, hey, Liz, this is a very stressful situation that you can make go away for $80 and you have $80. So you should use that $80 to make your life better right now. But I didn't do that. And I'm kicking myself even more. (laughs) So in any case, thank you for coming to this uh, free therapy session. I tell you about all my problems. Uh, that that was my that was my story about having a meltdown about concert tickets. And I would love nothing more to get a, a, you know if even one person <laughs> sends me a DM that says, "Hey, I have also lost my cool over an objectively not life changing amount of money." And here's the situation that would um that would make me feel better. So if that's happened to you, let me know. All right, that's my slightly embarrassing story. Uh, a couple other things I was just going to mention. I posted about this on Instagram stories today, but I calculated our net worth yesterday and it hit a new high and I was so surprised. I, I triple checked my math because I know that the market hasn't fully recovered from the drop. We hit a peak about two years ago and then of course had a recent drop and it, it hasn't recovered. And so I didn't think that my net worth would have recovered. And then I felt very silly because I remembered, of course, that I'm still contributing, <laughs> right? Like I'm still putting money in. And so the market has been up recently. Plus I've been contributing. And so those two things together mean I hit an all-time high net worth and it was so exciting. And it was such a fun feeling. I haven't hit that in... Okay, the last time I had a new high net worth was about a year ago. And then I dropped by a lot and then gone up and down in between. But anyways, this was an all-time high. And so I was super pumped about that. I hope that you have that same experience when you go to calculate your net worth. I'm not super scientific about when I do it. I just do it in the middle of the month whenever I remember. And I'll be very honest with you. I do it when I see that the market is up that day because why not? It doesn't really matter. It's just for me. And so it doesn't need to be super scientific. I know some people do it on the fifth of every month or after their first payday or anything else. So whenever you choose to do it is fine. I just think it's fun to do it when you know it's going to be higher than yesterday, right? So you never know. The next day it could go up, it could go down. So anyways, that is what I want to tell you about that. Okay, I have two other things. One, you know that one of my favorite podcasts is called Friends on Fire and it's hosted by two friends who are very passionate about early retirement named Mike and Maggie. And I love this podcast. I love them both. I love all of Maggie's jokes and context. And I love all of Mike's straightforward, super minimalist, right to the pointedness. And I love them both. And I love them together. And Maggie has become a friend of mine. I went on their podcast and we'd already been people who chatted all the time on Instagram. And now we like talk on the phone and, and text and swap voice messages, etc. Anyways, she's become, I would say, an in real life friend, although we have not actually met up in life but they sadly announced this week that the podcast is early retiring itself so they are almost at 200 episodes and the 200th episode will be the last and I'm super bummed about that but Maggie is going to start a new podcast with a new brand and I can't wait it's going to be so so good and of course the backlog or excuse me the back catalog will still be posted so if you've never listened there's 200 amazing episodes that you could listen to and I'm bummed that the podcast is ending but like I said very excited for Maggie's new project Maggie, if you need a 
collaborator, if you need an interview, if you need uh, someone to step in as co-host sometimes, you just let me know. You know where to find me, my friend. You know where to find me. That's that. And then the last thing I was going to mention is I bought some new dresses. I thought that we had two weddings this year. Turns out we actually have three. Just got another save the date in the mail yesterday, which I'm so excited about. I know that too many weddings in the same year can get really expensive. I will never complain about too many weddings. I love weddings so much. I will go to anyone's wedding. If you were getting married and you want me to come, I'm not joking. Send me an invitation. I will fly there. <laughs> like I will show up. I will be one of the first people on the dance floor. I will get you a very nice present. And I just love weddings so much. I wasn't sure what I was going to wear. Like a lot of people, I'm feeling a little bit, my body feels a little softer <laughs> than it did before the pandemic. And especially the last year or so, I've been dealing with this foot injury. So I haven't been able to go for the long walks that I usually like to. And I've just been feeling a little bit more sedentary than usual, which isn't totally fair. I mean, I had 9,000 Peloton minutes last year and I'm on track to go beyond 10,000 this year. So I haven't just totally been sitting around, but I haven't been working out with the same gusto that I once did. And I I feel like I've noticed the change in my body. So I felt like I needed to buy a new dress for these two weddings, now three weddings. And I ordered a bunch of things from Nordstrom. And I will say this is a place where I'm just like, if I find something that looks good on me and makes me feel amazing, not that I don't care about the price, but I'm probably willing to spend more than I would have been a few years ago. And certainly more than I was this younger. I think 25 year old me really did not understand. Like I would just put a dress on and it looked good <laughs> most of the time. And as you get older, you need, I, I think you need higher quality dresses when you get older. You need like boning and you need quality material. I just think my personal opinion, I mean, everyone should wear what they want, but my personal opinion is you can sort of get away with wearing cheaper clothing when you're younger and it looks totally fine. And as you get out of your 20s, you have to spend a little bit more money on quality because it just looks better. And again, that's just my opinion. If you are 50 and wearing Forever 21 dresses and they look amazing and you feel awesome in them, then that is wonderful. And I'm very happy for you. But I ended up buying a bunch of dresses. If you are looking for a recommendation, I ordered five or six dresses from a brand called Dress the Population from Nordstrom. And I really liked a lot of them. There was a clear winner in terms of fitting and looking good and working for my body. I'm a little bit, I wouldn't say that I'm top heavy, but I often with dresses, my struggle is that I feel like my top is sort of spilling out in a way that doesn't look, it's not like sexy, like, oh, <laughs> look at my chest, it's so big. It's, it's like, oh, that dress doesn't fit. <laughs> spilling out of the top. And so in any case, I heard a bunch of dresses from Dress Population and I liked a bunch of them and they were more than I wanted to spend. I think the one I picked up for the wedding is $186, which feels like a lot to me. I was hoping to spend less than $100, but I might just be out of touch with clothing prices. And I mean, coming full circle, I think that I have just realized like spend the extra $100 if it saves you stress. Because I will say... And I don't, I, I, these are not the kinds of conversations I like to engage with, but I will tell you very honestly, I ordered a size up from my usual size because again, I'm, I'm feeling like, I don't own a scale or anything, but I can just tell, like my clothes feel a little tighter. Like I can just feel my body is like on the higher end of its normal range. So I ordered a size up and then even the size order size up, like some of the, they were snug, like they fit, but they weren't loose <laughs> at all. They were, 
they they fit very close to the body. And I was feeling again like very down about myself as I tried them on, and then I went to look because that the one I really liked, I thought maybe I would want it in another color, and so I pulled it up on Nordstrom Nordstrom's website, order another color, and then I looked at the sizing info, and it said runs a small, order one size up, and I am embarrassed to say this, but out loud I was like yes, and you know our worth is not attached to the size of our bodies, but as someone who grew up when uh, we were talking about Kate Winslet as being fat. There is just way too much diet culture that has been deeply ingrained into my brain. So that's all I have for you today. A little meltdown, my net worth, ends on fire, dress shopping. If you have any thoughts about any of this, please send me a DM on Instagram. I can't even tell you sparks of joy, the hits of dopamine that I get when I get those messages. And if you like the podcast, a great thing to do is either leave a review or take a screenshot of your phone right now. Like, hey, this is what I'm listening to. Take a picture of your car if you're in a safe, stopped place where you could do that share it to social, share with people that you're listening and that you like it and, or don't just, you don't have to do that. Like I, you know, I'm not trying to ask you to do stuff that you don't want to do. You can also just listen. That's amazing. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Hope you're having an awesome day. Take care. Talk to you soon. If you enjoyed today's episode, you have a couple options. You could just enjoy that satisfaction quietly and privately. Keep it to yourself. But, and just an idea, you could also share this with someone else who you think would like it. Just a thought. You do you.